0: welcome everybody today good to see you all in the house of the Lord and God is so good we thank um, thank the Lord for for his mercies and all that he has done for us praise God we um, glad to see you all welcome to the house of God amen Praise God. We just uh, thank God for His mercies and we want to ask God's blessing upon His Word, upon the Word of God today. And um, give us favor and mercies. Thank you all. Marina did a good job. The choir did a good job. Sister Joy, Sister Rosie. And um, we had an awesome. And Friday in the back. Every other, as you've heard, every other um, Friday, we um, then request and answer and search the uh, search the Word of God. And then we have our regular services, 909 West, as you've heard, 909 West 18th Street in Merced, California, that you will. Um, Visit uh, the services, and we also uh, have some services online you can find. <clears throat> but uh, uh, what we, um, we feel that we are called to do is to study the Word of God and to explain and proclaim it. It's, um, it's a rare thing today, the Word of God is rare. You got a Bible, got many Bibles, one of the best sellers but it's uh, one of the least understood book and we're not following it. the human family, the race, nations. Um, you cannot you cannot uh, point out one. If there is, I don't know, one Christian nation. If you if you know it, then let me know. See? Uh, one queer nation. You can't. The minds of the people or not towards God, most, not all, but most, and the, um, the, the word of God is given to us, Sister Marina was saying that here in this church, and I like what she was saying, that it's given unto us so many things, you know, like uh, you go to a school, and they pile you with homework and homework, that is to drive you, and you complain, I have too much, but they are pushing you to a higher um, knowledge, opening your mind and your understanding. So that's what happened here. We are giving you these uh, challenges and from the Word of God that you might enlarge your 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 th- your mind, your thinking, that um, you will grow in the grace of God. Um, but then, to whom much is given, much is expected. God expect you to um, to to be fruitful, to multiply spiritually, and to tell others about it, testify, and then you will see what God will do. Open your mouth wide, and I will feel it. And so the uh, the the things that Sister Marina mentioned, she said that about how God is giving giving us so much. And uh, where, where do we go for, uh, what do we do? Uh, well, there are many answers in the Bible. Uh, we have questions, and there are answers in the Bible. Uh, we have, um, who was it, Jeremiah? There's a scripture in Jeremiah, if you can find it, where uh, <clears throat> it said that words were found. But the book of the Word of God was lost. In the temple, see, just like today, it's lost in the church. You have vibrant, but the understanding of the word of God, uh, as we mentioned on uh, Friday, uh, wisdom, knowledge, understanding is lost in the in the house of God. And uh, this uh, young man, Jeremiah, was living at a very very serious time when Israel was in a backslidden. Israel, Judah was in a backslidden state, and <coughs> Jer- Jeremiah's father was a priest. And yes, Je- thank you. Jeremiah was also Jeremiah was also a priest from um, Anathoth. Is it chapter one, first, in uh, in chapter one, if you go there, of Jeremiah said uh, he was with the the, uh, the son of Ilkeah. Of the priests that were on a thought. In the land of Benjamin. So he was a priest. Okay. And then um, the Lord said to him in verse. Uh, verse three. Then the word of the Lord came unto me. Hey notice. The word of the Lord came unto me. Marina was saying the word of the Lord is coming to us. When you're given an assignment. It's the word of God coming to you. Okay. The word of the Lord came to him. All right. And uh what are you going to do about that word that's coming to you? Like this morning, you're hearing a word is coming to you. It's not just for you to hear and uh, turn your phone off after or close the Bible. But it's for you to do something is for you to apply it to your life. So he said that um, verse five. And here's what the Lord said. God was going to tell him something about himself that he didn't know. You know, God knows everything about you. God knows more about you than you know about yourself. He said, no, no, I know a lot about myself. No, you don't. No, you don't. See, God knows more about you. See, you you begin to know a little bit about yourself when you have your senses begin to develop. But God knows you before you were born, before he formed you, because he's the one that made you. And in chapter 1, verse 5, we can all read that. He says, before I formed thee, Where? In the belly, before your, your mother and your father came together, long before. Can you imagine? Long before you were ever born. Before you were formed in the belly. Not after you were born and God knows you. See, but it's before you were born. Before you were formed. Before your being came together. Here's what God says. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Ah, everything about you. What a God. So you begin to make you think now. See, God made me. God created me, formed me, and he he knows everything about me. Okay, so something is going on here now. Okay, if someone knows something about you before you were born, you're going to pay attention. You're going to listen because he's greater than you. You ought to focus on that because he's saying, I know you. I knew you before you were born, before I formed you. He said, I'm the one that made you. And before I make you, I fashion you, I knew what I was going to make. Okay. I know you're going to be a male or a female. What race you're going to be, what tribe you're going to be met. So he says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb. Everybody knows that. Before you was born. Huh? And I, but look what he did. I sanctify thee and I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. Ooh. I mean, an unborn child. Okay, it's like we're saying that uh, God could tell you that you're going to be a doctor before you was ever born. Are you going to be a nurse? Are you going to be a teacher? He knows about you before you was ever. Think of a being that knew you before you were formed when uh, Psalms 139 says when there was nothing of me none of my beings he knew me when the parts uh, did not come together God knew you in if you 139 Psalms if, if you turn there quickly where God knows you everything about you he, he numbers your parts in Psalms 130 39, what verse is it? Verse? Verse 2, okay. Uh, well, verse 1, let me give you some scripture. Oh Lord, thou hast searched me and know me. Omniscience of God, he knows everything about you. Okay, he's all powerful also. All knowing, he's everywhere. You cannot speak a word or even the word that is in your thoughts. Before... Before you knew it or before you think about it, God knows the word. Thou, knew, th- thou knowest my down sitting and my uprising. God knows when you're a failure, when you're weak. God knows when you're strong. Everything. Think of a God that knows you. He knows how many breath that you've taken since you were born. He numbered the very hair. Nobody near can tell me how much strong hair we've got up there. There's Nobody can tell me that. See? And um, God knows that. God knows the number of steps since you were born. I remember when you were born and, well, you know, as your mama or so said, and you take that first step. And mama got excited, right? You you remember your daughter. She take that first step. We said, come to mama, right? And she, you know, Google, you know, and then you were all excited. But she don't remember that. See, see, when you were carrying her, but she, she don't know nothing about that. But God knows that because God placed you in the room. God uh, created you. See, that's the kind of God I'm talking about today. Not a dead God, a God that doesn't care about you. Or the, he, he just made a world, but he lost it. He's, uh, he, he, he's not in charge. The world has gotten away from him and uh, mankind can do what mankind wants to do. And anything I want to do, I do it and I get away with it. Is that the kind of world that God made a uh, intelligent god a great god that knows all things look at the stars the sun the moon the planets and and everything the breath you you breathe and this is the god that uh, that uh, just made something and turned it out in space here we are because we are floating out in space see he hung the earth the world and nothing there's nothing holding up this place uh, gravity holds you and i if you get up there and jump off don't do it you're coming down because of the law. The laws that God made with his creation. See, so so this awesome God that you're talking about. That knows everything about you. About the human family. See, but they don't respect him. Only a matter of time. Where are all those great men that fought against God. Where are they? Death. They're dead. They're gone. See, and uh, uh, one thing about it is that I, a man might rage and carry on on a nation. Uh, But you go back and all those great civilization, you can check your book, history. Uh, Where is Alexander the Great? After he conquered what is seemingly the then known world. Where is he? See, he he never lived to enjoy it because he died in a drunken uh, stupor. See, he was only, what, 33 and a half years old and he died. But I know another man that was 33 and a half years and he died. But he lives and he reigns forevermore. And that's the one I'm telling you about. This morning, his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. And so now here, look at some of the wonders. Thou knowest, verse 2 of 139. Thou knowest my down sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thoughts. This is powerful. Thou understandest my thoughts afar off. That means before you ever came out of eternity. Before you ever, God knows your thoughts. He knows how you think. You know? Afar yeah, off doesn't mean that afar off you're in LA or someplace because nothing is far from God. He's everywhere. So before you ever was born into being, God knows how you are, what you would be, what you would do. Thou understandest my thoughts afar off. Uh, thou compassest my path and my lying down. That means he surround you everywhere you go, right? Whither shall I flee from his presence? Tell me one place you can go where God is not. Hmm? If I take the wings of the morning, the psalmist said, and flee to the utmost part of the sea, God is there. If you go to hell, he's there. If you go to heaven, he's there. Whatever in trouble is there. Amen? Anywhere you go, that God is there. And he says that thou art acquainted with all my ways. Everything, that any sorrows, any problem, that you're going through. God already knows it. You know that? He's acquainted with all of your sorrows. That's why you can tell him. Uh, all your needs and your trouble. For there is not a word. Oh this is powerful. This is powerful. Tell me. Can anybody tell me. What they're going to say next week Sunday. At this time. All the words they're going to they're gonna be speaking. Anybody here can tell me that? God already knows. See that's what it says right here. That there is not a word in my tongue. Not one word in my tongue. Well, you ought to be shouting over that. There is not a word in your tongue that God doesn't know. That's what he said. He said, thou art acquainted with all my ways. You, the way you act up. You know, uh, have you ever seen a mother with a child? And the mother knows that that little child is a brat. And, and that's the way you're going to act. So the mother said, okay, before you get this far, I'm going to spank you and put you to sit down. Because you're acquainted with their ways. The same thing goes with the pastor. He knows the state of the flock. He's acquainted with it. Spirits. Bad spirits. Uh, uh, good spirits. You understand? He's acquainted. And so God is acquainted. You don't have to come up and say, um, God, could you meet me? I'm introducing myself to you. No, he knows you already. So he knows that we are sinners. All of sin. So when you come to God, you say, Lord, here I am. I, I'm a sinner. don't don't commend yourself to God because you do that you're lying. I'm good and I'm that no. He said He's acquainted with all my ways, for there is not a word in my tongue. but lo, O oh Lord, thou knowest it all together. He knows when you're lying. <laughs> you get and you fool somebody. Okay, you you might be given an assignment and you stand up before the congregation after a while and say, Oh, I've read through the Bible and you know you haven't read it. You 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 uh you might uh you might read to Genesis, Exodus, and then live it because it's too hard and you fall asleep over it. And then you're acting like you know it. You know, and these assignments that you're given and you act like you know it. See, God is acquainted and He knows every word in my tongue. Amen. But lo, O Lord, Thou knowest it all together. What a surrendered life! If you could come to God and realize that there's everything You know about me, there's nothing can be hidden. Amen. I can't, uh, you know, give the snake uh, action and I weasel and I go around. You might fool men, but you cannot fool God. See, He knows everything about me. Well, so where, do, where does that leave me? Empty. Amen. Unclosed before God. And, and I cannot hide from this great and awesome God. I'm trying to tell you this morning oh, that everything is naked before the eyes of God and nothing can take God by surprise. He knows you this morning. And he said, but there is not a word in my tongue. Praise the Lord. He knew that. Amen. Many times I, I this morning, I don't know what message I was going to preach. But he already know it. You already know the sermon that I was going to preach. Every word in my mouth. That's why you pray, oh God, keep back my tongue from from, uh, presumptuous sin, from saying the wrong thing. Because only God can guide and direct you. Now if God knows everything about you, and there's things about us that's not right, all of sin. Can't you trust him? Amen. To put everything of himself inside of you and change you. Because he knows you, and all man's ways are wrong. But it's right in his own eyes. But the Lord weighs the Spirit. So, they, uh, uh he said, Thou knowest it altogether. Totally. All knowing God. And verse 5 says, That thou hast beset me. Look behind and before. And lay thine hand upon me. Here's a God now. So, so you're not out of the boundaries of, of, of God, where God cannot reach you. Because here, he besets you behind. If you go back, he's there. If you go to the left or the right or forward, wherever you go, he's there. And he comes past you before. So behind, you, you can't pass that boundary. And before, you can't pass the boundary. So who is in charge? He said, oh, I, I do what I want to do. Yes, but only to the limit that God gives you. Okay? Only to the limits. We had a, if you, uh, uh we had, right in the same, uh, Jeremiah, we had a scripture where he made the sand, uh, for a boundary. We, I think I gave you that scripture there, uh, a, a, a week or so ago, if you could help me out, giving you so many scriptures. But, um, in Jeremiah, the first, uh, where it says he made, uh, the sand, uh, a boundary, uh, where, where is that scripture? That, um, a beautiful scripture where he puts the sand, uh, for a boundary. I, I told you a few weeks ago, right? And, um, okay, um, but anyway, the boundary, the sea cannot pass the boundary of the, of the sand. Have you ever seen that scene raging? Uh, and then it comes, uh, uh gets close to shore and those proud waves begin to break. There's a boundary. And every one of us, there's a boundary, right? He, he placed in Jeremiah, he placed a boundary uh, for for the sea, and the sand is that boundary. Just like, uh, 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 so what he's saying, he besets me before and behind. Okay, look at beautiful Jeremiah five and verse twenty-two. Let me give you all your fingers all over the place. Five twenty-two says, but this is a beautiful scripture. Um, verse twenty-one here. Now this, oh foolish people, I see, uh, and without understanding, which have eyes to see, right? eyes and see not, uh, which have ears and hear not? They're foolish. You have eyes, but doesn't mean you're smart, doesn't mean you can see ears, but doesn't mean you're hearing, huh? you don't have understanding, uh, like we were talking about Friday night. Fear, ye, fear, ye not me. The Lord is, is asking if he see a question out there. He said, "Don't you fear me?" Huh? He, he said, "You foolish people." I mean, God, God is a wonderful God. God looked down and He says you, to, to the world and he says, "You, you, you offer insults, and you, 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 you're trying to change everything. Huh? You don't uh, respect and recognize God. So God says." Come here, you little foolish ones. That's so how God addressed it. Here he, that, that's the Bible. He said, Hear ye he foolish people. That means you lack understanding, you lack knowledge. He said, Set the Lord, who said it? Well, who said it? Hear now this. Let's read. Hear thou this, O foolish people, and without understanding. Which have eyes and see that someone said, "Oh, I see the sun, I see that." But beyond that, who's the creator? Huh? You wake up in the morning and you take a fresh air. Oh, I'm breathing. I know, but who made it? Huh? Who gave you that limbs that you can walk and reach out? Okay, who gave that thing to you? That you? So the Lord said, well, I'd like to talk to you." He said, "Let's go in there uh, in the back room and begin to talk." He said. He said, uh, do you have understanding? What do you know? Well, I know one and one is two. He said, let's go further than that. Okay? Who puts the stars out there? Who hangs the planets out there? Hear ye he foolish people. I had to teach them something, but were they in a mood to hear? He said, uh, he said and without understanding, which have eyes and see not. Jesus used that. He said, eyes of day, but they see not. But blessed are your eyes for the see, And your ears for the hear. Which have eyes. And hear not. Jesus used the same thing. And we ought to use the same thing today. You can have eyes but you don't see. Next verse says. Uh, said fear ye not me. Question. You see that question up there. Who is he talking. The, the, the ones who should be smart. They had the law. They had the word of God. But they are still foolish. So he said hearer. Fear ye not me question don't you fear me when I said repent when I said turn to me when I said I'm coming back in judgment when I said that I'm going to set up my kingdom on the earth and you laugh at it you crucify the son of God Hear you foolish people it's going to be done but why do the eat and rage is going to happen why does a man fight God and turn against God when God is going to bring it to pass huh? why, why would I fight the Lord because I'm foolish and I have eyes and ears, but I don't see or hear. So the Lord is sending a tremendous message. Will he not tremble at my presence? Are you going to stand there and buck against me? Or do you fall on your face before God and say, woe is me. Which I place, don't is here. Let me tell you something God now begin to say. God says, look, uh, comparing to me, you're foolish. Uh, when you put your little knowledge Against me. Because you know what one and one is too. But let's go a little bit further. Okay. Let's go a, a bit further. And God says let me talk to you some. Said which I've placed. He said will you not tremble at my presence. When I, when I show up you, you tremble. And not be stout and argue. You know when God begins to move. And you feel the presence of God. you break. When you come to the house of God. You humble yourself. And not be stout hearted. And begin to throw off. And you're bold. And you're not afraid of anybody. Uh, I had a person told me. Pastor I can talk to you. I'm not afraid of you. You're not supposed to be afraid of me. But what about God? Stout hearted. That's a brave. Bold. Stout hearted person. And you'll go down in that spirit. And He says here. Here. Will he not tremble at my presence? He's asking the question. Aren't you going to tremble? When you feel the anointing. What do you do? You just pass and resist and walk out? Huh? Here's what the Lord said, rich of, rich, let's read, rich of place. Oh, the sand for the boundary of the sea by a perpetual victory. is powerful. That is, let, let's, let's stop right there because it's too much. It's too much. Have you been down the ocean? Huh? He, he just took them to the ocean. He said, go down there, count all those grains of sand. Huh? How did I get them there? And look what I've done at every shoreline of the ocean in my wisdom. If I did not place the sand there, nobody would, water would come in and the earth would be filled with water and you couldn't survive. See, but think how great I am, God says. I, in my wisdom, what you wouldn't know, huh? Because you go out there and you know what one and one is two, you think you're smart. But it's what about me that the sand cannot number. And I took something that cannot be numbered. And I placed it. I'd the boundaries. See I placed the sand so the water wouldn't get you. See the waves would not overrun you. See. So I placed the sand there. For a boundary. That's why you can build a house right close. And the only way that, that, that water can come in. Is if God allows it. By a tsunami or shake it with a earthquake. And then do a work. Otherwise and it goes right back out. And go right back out. The same thing goes. The same thing goes for the vengeance of men. Wrath and raging. Why do the Eden rage? They're going to do this and do that. But they're not going to do anything at all. Unless God allowed it. Because great is our Lord. God's the greatest of them all. Amen. He says that. uh, He's put the sand uh, for the bounds of the sea. By what? Do you know what a perpetual means? Decree? It cannot fail. It cannot stop. So here's a heap in eternity. Okay, That you get boundaries. And a perpetual decree. That it cannot pass it. That it what? Cannot pass it. Now, just for a moment, though, focus. If God just put some sand there between you and the sea and tell the, sand, the sea, come this far and no more. And God doesn't have to set guards and watchmen there. But to see obey him. Did you know that God has placed boundaries between you and your enemy? You didn't say amen. Did you know that there's boundary between you and the devil? The Lord said, Touch not mine anointed. I need to do my prophets any harm. God. For a perpetual deg- decree. For a boundary. He can put a boundary between you and sickness. I am the Lord that healeth thee. He can put a boundary between you and poverty. Oh, you're not listening, are you? Perpetual de- de- decree, surely blessing I will bless thee. And in multiplying I'll multiply thee. God can put a boundary between you. Curse. And bless everyone. That's what he did with Abraham. A boundary. Them that bless you, I will bless you. I feel like shouting. Don't you feel like shouting this morning? Don't you feel like giving God a praise? When you go around and you get upset. And you don't believe that God can meet your mortgage. Huh? God can put a boundary between you and that real estate agent. Or the bank or whatever it might be. You said, oh, I don't know. Well, that's what I'm talking about. You don't have faith. Hmm? How, how great is the ocean? And yet, God, you can walk on the sea. Are you afraid when you walk on the ocean? No, you don't. You're not afraid of it. You jump in the water and splash. You're not afraid of it. But unconsciously, you know that there are boundaries. Oh, so why don't you know that there are boundaries between you and the devil? When the ever, what happened? The Spirit of the Lord by a perpetual decrees. We sing the song this morning about his mercies. Every morning you get up and. Israel would go out and collect manna. But we don't do that. Anymore. But we go out and collect mercies. They're new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Thy compassion it fail not. The doctor said you got only six months. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You seek the God. Who made the sand. Okay. And there's a bound. Of the sea. By a perpetual decree. If you ever study that and get that in your heart. And meditate. That it cannot pass. Acts. They will say we are going to destroy the church. No. Because there's a perpetual boundary around us. Here we are preaching the word of God and loving God, getting the revelation from the word of God. Hmm? How do you ever figure that out unless somebody preaches? You've got a perpetual boundary around you. When God gave you the Holy Ghost, my God, tell you you're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise until the day of redemption. You're sealed; you belong to God. going to get me. He cannot touch you. You believe that? And you ought to let your faith rise up and stop every day. Surely goodness. And mercy shall what? Boundaries. Follow me. Your boundaries. Goodness and mercy. Follow me. How long? All the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Nobody can pull me out of the house of God. His mercies, His compassion, they they fail not. I like this verse. Never seen this verse and focus on this verse before. Get your problems. Look at that problem and realize that there's a boundary. Hmm? You, you walk on the seashore. All of that water is over there, but you're not afraid, right? Why aren't you afraid? Because in God, placed a boundary. It cannot touch you. Swim in it. Play in it. And then you get out. Untouched. The raging. Of the sea. And you walk. And then you go into your house. Your little beach house. And you go to bed. And all the. And though the waves. <laughs> look at it. Like I know something about this. Though the waves they are for us. You ever see that? Ah, those islands over there. Those big waves. Are oh, wow. you not afraid of it? It comes and it rages. And it comes in there, but it got right back out. Yeah. All the raging. The same thing comes. When the enemy comes in. With those big waves. Against the church. Against you. The Bible said. The spirit of the of standard. Against him. He's still the waves of the sea. The same thing, the problems in your life. You can't get a job. Everywhere you go, they turn you down. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. God can roll away all opposition. See when the wave comes in. Okay notice the waves. Here's what it said. Here's what it says about the waves. That it cannot pass. And though the waves. They are tossed. Themselves. <laughs> oh you're not reading it. Yet can they not prevail. And though they roar. Yet can they not pass it. Have you ever seen. Eve? The Bible said about the, 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 the sea. The wicked. Or like the troubled sea, when it cannot rest, raging with toss, and it's coming at you, and everybody's getting scared. Oh, look at the waves coming! Look at that big wave! Have you ever seen that big wave? It's coming to destroy the church. Be still and know God. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. When those mighty waves are the Israelites, they're coming for the Egyptians. Those waves are not to destroy you, Egyptians out the way. It's to get your problems out the way. Get your sickness out the way, my man. God but the waves are far, the roaring of the waves. Oh, you can't. We're gonna do this, we're gonna tear up that church. We're gonna no, no, brother, that's a wave. But don't forget that there are boundaries. Am am I preaching? Is that in the word of God? Do you see yourself? Standing on the shore. And hear the beast rise up out of the sea. Having seven heads and ten horns. But you don't have to be afraid. Because it raged. But there are boundaries. Upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. They cannot pass. Why? Because Jesus is in the ship, they tried to drown him. Fell asleep. Satan said, This is my chance. And the water began to come in the boats. Disciples were excited. Master, how could you be sleeping? Don't you care? But he already knew that the raging of the wave could not hurt. Though the waves thereof toss themselves. You know, you ever seen a. And rock and toss and the wave. But yet your hunker holds. Are you with me? Yet your hunker holds. And grip. That solid rock. Oh my God. You've seen a rock that you put your hand it. And though the waves toss. And be troubled the sea. Yet will I not fear. Because thou art with me. Oh my. I feel. I'm in love with this verse right here. Yet can they not prevail. They're raging. Your enemy rage. The sea rage against you. People rage against the church. But the church lives on. And the church is to produce a bride. Then it goes on. Though they roar. (laughs) Yet can they not pass over it. Security. huh? Do you know there's another boundary? The boundary is the blood. When I see the blood. There's a boundary between you and sin. And that habit and that weakness and whatever besetting sin. There's a boundary. When that sin that had you all your life. Lord I want to give it up. I want to give it up. You can. Make the changes in your life. Where you were born and came in this world. Acting like a devil. But you leave living like a saint. Amen. 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 Next verse says, But these people, look at that. Now, God, you see, God just getting the message true? The Lord said, I I, I caused the sea, the mighty ocean, to obey, put some sun out there. But say, but these people at a revolted and a rebellious heart. It's like it's like this God put the sea and the sand for the boundary. And the sea never look for a way around God. You understand? To frustrate the plan of God. The sea obey. The moon, the stars. no, it's day, right? And all the elements never fail. They can go to the moon and tell you exactly when to launch from here to where that spaceship will be. Within seconds. Otherwise they will be lost in space. Everything is controlled. No accident. And the Lord says now it's only one problem. You see that? He used the sea, the sand, the waves. He said, look how great the sea is. But it's man. It's my people. It's the church. Why not? Because it has a revolting heart. Revolting and rebellious heart. And the heart is deceitful above all things. You get what you have inside here? Hmm? More revolting than the waves of the sea. That's what tear a church up if there's not. Boundaries, the blood, the sand. To keep that wave from coming in. It comes and destroys all of you. But that pastor has got to put some sand down. I don't mean that literally, spiritually. But these people at a revolting and a rebellious heart. You want to join them? Is that the way you want to be? A revolting? you come and hear the word of God and, and instead of submitting, you look for you ever see a wild bull and, and you look for a way out? Revolt. A revolting heart. Rebellious. Will not submit to the word of God. And say, That's what they have. They are revolted. They are revolted and gone. Rebellious, revolting, rebellious heart. And they revolt. And where are they now? They're gone. Into captivity. Why? Because of their heart. But he said that the sea still obey the sun. Well, this message ought to change you, eh? This message ought to change you. Well, Marina did a lot in this book. Thank God you're in a church. You've never heard this message before in your life. Why the church got a revolting heart. A rebellious heart. And God compared them. Said the ocean obey. The waves obey. The boundaries respect the law. And we have the word of God and we revolt. Right after church Sometimes. Right in the church sometimes. As soon as no matter what as soon as church is over, we begin to revolt against the word, against the truth. And you get confused. You don't even know what's right or wrong. But aren't you glad that there's a word that brings you right back to the straight and narrow path? Huh? Aren't you glad you're hearing this word today? How come you don't hear it? If everybody's a teacher and everybody's a pastor, everybody know the word of God, huh? How come you don't hear this word? Hmm? This is more than shouting. We need to stop the rebellion in our own hearts. Verse 24 says Neither do they, neither say they in their heart. See, you can talk quietly in your heart. Let us now fear the Lord our God. You know, when, when you got into gossip and all that stuff, you, you, nothing. No matter what the Spirit of God talked to you, you won't listen. And there's a voice wanted to talk to you and said, let, let us fear the Lord. But you're not listening to that. The revolt is too strong. The rebellion is too strong. People can lead your way in rebellion and before you know it. get caught up in their waves, And you roar and you rebel and you don't realize what you rebel about. Because you don't know the scriptures. Mm-hmm. and you don't need a man of God you know I, I can do it by myself I already arrive, arrive at what how would you know if the, if I didn't stand up here this morning how would you know this word tell me how explaining it because I already know it that's why you build a church and the truth and the actions and you know what's going on they're more rebellious than the waves of the sea Neither say they in their heart. They're not talking to God. They don't remember the Lord. Let us now fear the Lord our God. That giveth rain. Both the former and the latter rain. Who does it? The former and the latter rain. The move of God. In his season. Like Marina was saying that. About patience. Waiting. The rain is coming. The former rain. And the lot of rain to righten the crops. What are you doing? There's season. There's one rain comes. That you plow the field. And sow the seed. And then you wait. And there's another rain come to righten the seed. It's called the lot of rain. And the lot of rain of the spirit. That's why you can feel God touching you. That's why you need to come to church. And keep in the word of God. And be patient. Our Job was patient. Neither say they in their heart. Let us now fear the Lord our God. That giveth rain. Both the former and the latter. In his season and reserve it unto us. The appointed weeks of the harvest. Your harvest is coming. No, nobody can stop your crop. Let the rain fall on you. Farmer and the latter rain. Your crop is coming. Nobody can, can stop it. And it's not because you have somebody's experience that your crop comes. It's the word of God. You see that? Come on, I'll I'll make you bloom. I'll tell you this. That's not true. That's not true. Listen, listen to this word. Stay right here. The farmer and the latter rain. Two rains you need. Farmer and the latter rain. You need one to plant and one to reap. somebody shout Amen. you're glad you're in church all right what else is there okay I, I I could go on here but let me go on uh to Jeremiah 15 okay let me go here into Jeremiah first and I'll get back there Jeremiah 15 16 verse help me quick 16 Jeremiah 16 verse 15. verse 16 what does it say all right now be Jeremiah 15 16 all right 1516. Verse 15, O Lord, thou knowest, remember me and visit me and revenge me of my persecutors. Take me not away in thy long suffering. Know that for thy sake I have suffered rebuke. Then verse 16 says, thy word were found. And I did eat them when they were found in the temple. Remember, we started there and I did eat them. And what happened? They became the joy and rejoicing of my heart. So what happened when you. Where you going to head? What's going to happen to you? When you eat the word. When you study. When you begin to take big portion of food. You're going to get fat in the Lord. Amen. Spiritually. So here verse 16 read. Thy words were found. And I did eat them. And thy words were unto me. What? The joy and rejoicing of my heart. So where is the word taking you? Where? So I'm answering the question. Where? What's it going to do for you? A joy. See, that dull look that we have on our face. We can't smile. We don't happy. Come to church sad. You'll come through the... I was glad when they say unto me. You'll come through the house happy. Said the joy and joy rejoicing became of my heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. Amen. And, and although I sat in the assembly of the mockers, nor rejoice, I sat alone because of thy hand, for thou hast filled me with indignation. But he could still bear it because he has the joy. So it doesn't matter where you are sitting, you're still praising the Lord. Amen. Said, uh, said, why is my pain perpetual? And my wounds incurable, which refuse to be healed, wilt thou be altogether unto me as a liar and as a and as waters that fail not? Okay, let me backtrack now to Psalms. Okay, one thirty-nine. Let me begin to wind this up. Verse five says, one thirty-nine. Can you put it up there? Psalm 139, verse 5. Thou compassed my path, uh, thou, uh, thou hast beset me behind and before. We had that. And laid me, and laid thine hand upon me. Next verse. Such what a, look at it. Such knowledge. Whose knowledge? Whose knowledge? Yours or the Lord? Okay. If you begin to understand and get out of your knowledge and your wisdom, cast that at the feet of Jesus and take up His knowledge, like when, uh, uh, Friday night, the Basilia, uh, and a holy heart. The knowledge, wisdom, understanding—such knowledge, my, blows my mind. Have you ever anybody hear a word from God? My God, a oh, 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 beautiful the word of God! Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. It's amazing. Eh? Not by yourself. Not by yourself. So what do you do? What do you do now? The question. It, it's so high. It's so much. I can't attain unto it. No. No, you can't do that. But I tell you a way. Can I tell you a way? Huh? The Bible says that. They that wait upon the Lord. Shall renew their strength. What's the next line? They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall walk. They shall run and not be weary. Running where? Running away from the world to God. And not be weary. Be not weary in well doing. They they shall walk and not faint. Who? Who? They that wait. And when you study the word of God, what are you doing? When well, you take a verse of scripture and you might be there all day over and over until that scripture become like butter in your mind. Rich. Well, how come you're not doing this? How come you always with your Bible? How come you're always kneeling down? How come you pray before you go to bed? Because I'm mounting up with wings as evil. You 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 hear about the eagle, the four face man, uh, uh, face like a, like a, an ox, a face like a uh, help me. a lion, and a face like a man. <clears throat> but there's a face like an eagle. Have you ever seen an eagle? That's the king of the air. Spread those long wings, and they mount up. And high. Their homes is in the rock. And from there they see afar off. That's what you're doing. How did you get up there? With eagle's wing. Old and New Testament. And the more you study the word of God. Your wings begin to spread. Why? You you don't have a little beanie wing. So you can't. So that's why you wait on the Lord. Where you going? I'm mounting up with wings as, as eager. Then um what 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 else right there? Such knowledge is too wonderful for me this I cannot attain. Unto it. Verse 7. Whither shall I go from his spirit or his presence? Nowhere. Or whither shall I flee from his presence? If. Verse, nine, verse 8 says. If I ascend up into heaven. Thou art there. If I make my bed in hell. Behold. Thou art there. So he's everywhere. If I take the wings of the morning. And dwell in the utmost parts of the sea. Even there. Verse 10. Even there. Shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand, that's Christ, shall hold me. Okay, I think enough of that. If I, This last one. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. There's no darkness with him. Amen. There is no darkness. And where did I, where did I begin this morning? That's where I started? Okay. So Jeremiah. Yet yeah, the Lord made him and formed him. Remember? And the Lord knows everything about him. So if you put your trust in the Lord. Uh, and God made him. And God ordained him in closing. Chapter 1. But the Lord said unto me. Verse 7. Say not I am a child. For thou. Shall go to all that I shall send thee. And whither and whatsoever I commanded thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hands and touched my mouth. This is what you want a touch to touch your lips. And the Lord said unto me, behold, I have put my what words where? In thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the king kingdoms to root out, to pull down and to destroy, to throw down and to build and to plant. So Where does the word of God takes you? To them that overcome will I give power over the nations. And they shall rule them with a rod of iron. Amen. Amen. I hope you get some answers today. Praise God. God bless you all. Praise God.